welcome back to the Where's Your Head At Hotline, our weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all on our hotline voicemail. We want to hear from you guys, so please send your stories, questions, advice, or tea to Where's Your Head At Pod at gmail.com to be featured on one of our episodes. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Anna. What's going on? Do you know what? I reckon this weekend that's just been is the first weekend where we didn't call each other once. Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> I, were you busy? I was very busy. It's that time of year, though. There's heaps of events on, heaps of shit going on. So, yeah, yeah. I just didn't find a spare moment, to be honest. Well, tell me how your weekend's been because I feel like I'm like in the heard. dark. I haven't heard. Okay. <laughs> so, went to my mate's wedding. So, he had nice. a beautiful wedding up in uh, King Lake. Do you know where that is? Past like Hillsville up in the mountains I don't know where it is but I did see that you posted there and it looked stunning yeah so it was at like a school camp believe it or not so like there was like the flying fox and all that but (laughs) where they had the ceremony was in this nice little nook out in like the forest it was beautiful yeah they had like a it all set up and as you walked through like the um bush or forest whatever you want to call it they had like pictures of them along the way it was really cute yeah that's beautiful but um where we slept we were in cabins so like a school camp sort of cabin set up so the boys (laughs) had like one and we had like bunk beds Lucky enough, I didn't get a bunk bed because I'm like six foot six. So I was on like yeah, just I was a single bed. Yeah. One of my mates tried to say that I was in a bunk and I was like, there's no way, mate. Have a look at me. <laughs> but it was like I was looking around at the reception afterwards and I was like looking at my mate because I'd been – I went to prep with Jack. So I've now seen him get married and there was a couple wow. of other people from primary school there. And I was just looking at him and I was looking at a couple of the other boys and I was just thinking like how like we're at that age now where like everyone's lives are slowly either – going one way, another way, and just every different way, you know. Some people yeah. are engaged, some people have kids, some people are getting married. Some of the boys aren't even interested in that sort of stuff. They're just doing themselves. Yeah. Like one of my mates, one of my best mates just quit his job that he's been at for like 10 years and he's, you know, just starting again. Like it's just wild to think we're at that age where everything's just, you know what I mean? It must have been a real pinch me moment seeing someone you went to prep with get married. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I was looking at him and I was actually picturing him because there's a photo of us in prep and I was actually looking at the photo and I was like, God, we look a lot different, but at the same time, not much has changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. I love Jelly as well. His wife that he got married to. She's a great gal. So I'm really happy for them. (laughs) She's a great gal. Yeah, she's a great gal. So I wish many happy years for them to come. I mean, that's all you want for your friends right like when I think about like my core friendship group all I want for them is to just meet someone who is a great person who's gonna be really an amazing partner and really good to them so like that's all you could ask for any of your friends they just click perfectly like because where they had the wedding like they said in their speech was just so them they love going hiking they love traveling so like I remember another one of my mates I told him I had I was going to Jack's wedding and he goes he goes oh good luck with that he's gonna make you hike and then (laughs) as we were walking up to like the reception I was like fuck Ben was like we're hiking it's a hike it's a hike to get there yeah (laughs) he's like lovely hike to start the day not in my loafers my my feet are cut off like (laughs) the fresh loafers it is weird though like I feel like I can definitely relate to what you're saying with like everyone going in very different directions. And I feel like as we get older, a lot of the time, like your friends are either school friends or friends you go to uni with or work friends. And I feel like proximity, like where you live is such a big thing for maintaining friendships. I was, I was thinking that in a way as well. I was thinking how I know a lot of the boys and there was no like real 
I went to school and that was it. You know what I mean? Like I, I, had, I didn't go to school with any of them. The only one I did go to school with, I hated in school and made friends <laughs> with them outside of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you went to like primary school with them, then you know them from footy or you know them through this, you know what I mean? And yeah. then I was thinking where you grew up, like determined your friendship group. And yeah. yeah, like look where you all live in different places, have different lives, but you're still friends. Yeah. Still and, and the thing is, is like, you know, I've had a friend who's recently moved to Mornington. I have friends who are in Somerville. Laura, my friend, she's back with her parents because she just traveled the US for six weeks. So she's a little bit further out. And it's just so hard. Like it's hard to make time to see people when you're so far away because we all have like very busy live schedules. And it is crazy. Like you don't realize, how much of an impact that has especially as you get older and like you start to kind of do your own thing and you have your own passions and you know you really have to put in the effort for friendships to really last well when I pulled up today at the podcast I literally just messaged my mates and I said yeah I loved being with your boys I love your boys sort of like thing because I was realizing as I was driving in that like being with your boys and hanging out with them, you take it for um, granted. You take it for granted. Yeah. I had my best friends every year. We have like an annual Christmas party. So we had from that. This. Yeah, from this. Yeah. yeah. We had that yesterday. And it's funny because I, we were all texting last night being like, oh my God, like we need to make more of an effort to catch up. So I think maybe we're both in our feelings both. about <laughs> how much we love our friends right now. Oh, yeah, I know. Like look at us. I mean, yeah. But it's, it's interesting. It's because, the season. Yeah, I have recently felt like my memory is is like not as sharp and I don't know if it's because I'm like constantly like editing things on my phone and constantly I don't know like I just so so anyway I was in bed this morning with Michael and I was like I really want to like make my memory sharper like I I want to be quicker like I feel like I used to be so good this sounds ridiculous but I used to be so good at my times tables and I always like tell Michael to like ask me my times tables like on quick fire and a couple of the times I've got the answer wrong and I just don't get my times tables wrong so I'm a bit I'm a bit stressed I'm like fuck I've hit 30 my memory's going what's six times six 36. Yeah, good. You should put one of them up on the back of your toilet. A like, toilet. Yeah, I like actually we- want to. Like, that's so lame, but I actually want to because I want to get sharper again. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Michael was like, okay, it's all it's all good, babe. Don't stress out. Like, you, you've just hit 30. He's like, I hit 30 and I felt like my memory wasn't as sharp. No one talks about this. No one's yeah, told no me one. about this. But um, apparently socializing with your friends and going to, like, new places helps with memory. I'll tell some other tips as well. I took these like pills for memory because I, I used to struggle with memory for wrestling. Like you have to remember the whole choreograph of a match. Yeah. And like halfway through the match, I'd just go blank. Yeah. And I was like, I can't be doing that. So I was taking these vitamins that help with memory, like fish oil, yeah. magnesium, all this sort of stuff, as well as like download a memory game app on your phone. So instead of going yeah. on Instagram, play that. Or if you don't want to be on your phone, get like uh, cards and do it with just cards. But it's so hard. The more time you spend on your phone, it's like really bad for your memory because like your memory kind of clumps that phone time all into one. So days can like kind of blur into one. So I, so my recommendation this week is to spend less time on your phone and to really make an effort to put your phone down because For me, I feel like that's why my memory is getting really bad and I'm really like really making an effort to really try and sharpen it up and be like way more accurate. Well, we've like, and that's, Joel, we haven't even spoken about this, but I literally last night put my TikTok and Instagram into a file and labeled it time wasters. (laughs) 
So <laughs> like, so I'm not on there as much, literally. Like that's so funny that we're saying this. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because we had no idea where this conversation no, was right, going yeah, this yeah. morning, but I feel like we're both feeling the, the same, same shit. We're on the same page. We generally, I just walked in late as well. And here we are chatting like we got the same stuff. <laughs> so we're on the same page. We're definitely on the same page. Other than the wedding, how was the rest of your weekend? Yeah, I've come off the weekend on a bit of a low. I can't really yeah. put my finger on what exactly does it. I mean, big weekend with the boys, a bunch of serotonin released, yeah. you know, just with all the boys having fun. And then you come back to Monday and you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, fuck, I have to see Anna's face. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> I have to go work. I don't like, no, it's not that. I enjoy this. But I, yeah, it is, you don't come off a weekend, you're driving in traffic. You're like, ugh. Yeah. Here it is. The weather's a bit gloomy now after the hot, sunny weekend. I know. I, I, what's happening with that? I'm I just getting, know. I'm getting whiplash a little bit. I'm like, let's just stick to summer. Yeah, the Melbourne. weather's the exact same. As my, <laughs> what about your weekend though? How do you, how are you feeling? Yeah, like obviously I had like my fun with the girls, had a bit of a stressful week because I thought my memory was going. Um, but yeah, I think Michael and I, on Friday night, we went to the location where we want to have our engagement party. Oh. Super beautiful, really beautiful venue. So I'm thinking we're going to lock that in, That's which amazing. is exciting. Congrats. Thinking of having it in April just because it's so hard to like get a time when everyone's available. My brother works in Queensland, so he only has like one weekend off a month. So it's just really hard trying to navigate that. So I think it's going to be April I think we have the venue locked in, but like, to be honest, like with trying to find a venue for the engagement party, trying to find a wedding venue, the podcast, I have like a little, you know, side thing that I'm doing with Michael at the moment, just all of that. And the fact that it's Christmas and like everything's full on. I've I've just seen your time tree. You're pretty flat out. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's had a little peek. I've got your access to your time tree. Yeah. I've just felt super overwhelmed and I think it's kind of had a spill on effect to Michael and I's relationship. So on Saturday we were fighting all day. Oh, and also our rent's gone up by $560 a month. Isn't starting it? in Feb, which is crazy. That's like 25% up. So yeah, that, yeah, that stress on us as well. So we're like, do we stay in this place? Can we afford to stay here? Should we move? When are we going to buy a house? Like all of kind of like just like the normal stresses of life have just gone on top of us. And I think on Saturday, we just had like probably one of our worst fights, if I'm being honest. Like we just, we're not seeing eye to eye. We're both feeling a certain way. And like, you know, when you just like, you're overwhelmed and stressed and you don't want to see the other person's point of view. I feel like we were both in that mood. And normally if only one of us is in that mood, it's totally resolvable. But we were both like standing firm. We were like, nah. And we just like were arguing and it was really sad. And then by Sunday we had kind of, oh, by Saturday night, I would say we kind of made up. But we were just like, we don't want to fight like this. This is ridiculous. We're so in love. Like we have an amazing relationship we love our lives together. We shouldn't be arguing about this. Was but there a lot of yelling? And- there was a little bit of yelling, which is really surprising for us because yeah. we don't really yell. And it's a bit triggering from like my last relationship as well because it's like in my last relationship I was constantly yelling and obviously you can't compare relationships but because we've never done that. I was like, oh, no, it's going to that place. Things, yeah, I hate when you start to see stuff from your ex-relationship come into like a new one and you're like, fuck hopefully it doesn't go down the same route yeah like you're like i I have to avoid going down the same route we're not doing this again but yeah like obviously i felt like i wanted to bring this up because 
I did a a Q&A on my Instagram and someone was like, how do you remain so happy? You're constantly happy. And like, I think I was arguing with Michael at that point. And I was like, fuck, it's not fair for people to think that I'm like having, like living my best life. And like, I am like, I'm, I love my life. I'm so grateful. And I practice gratitude constantly. We both say that, like Mm -hmm. we constantly say it out loud, like what we're grateful for, what we're happy about. I have a grateful diary where I write things every night. That I'm grateful for. Yeah, but I was just like, you know, it's not been all (laughs) sunshines and rainbows this weekend. So, yeah, I wanted to share. Oh, well, thanks you for that. That will bring me to my recommendation, which might help you. (laughs) Okay, go for it. I'm ready. Um, (laughs) Mine is cold showers. So I I accidentally stumbled onto this. Because <laughs> the hot water had run out. <laughs> we had to I pay didn't pay the bill. bill. <laughs> we had to pay the bill. No, no, nothing as grim as that. <laughs> it, in England at my uncle's house where I was staying for the majority of the time, it's an old school house in London and you have to flick the hot water on. Oh, and yeah, it yeah, yeah. And heat up yeah. for half an hour, the boiler. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I get out of bed. I'm not going Matt's down. not thinking that far I'm ahead. <laughs> three, floor, three flights of stairs down to the bottom to flick it on. I'm not doing that. I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I'll just jump into the ensuite and have my shower. So it was cold and I was like having it and I was like, oh, yeah. I had – and also where we get all our information from, TikTok had told me that having a cold shower first thing in the morning is good for you. It is very good for you. Yeah, so I recommend having cold showers. There's a lot of benefits. It um, helps your body release serotonin gets rid of anxiety it speeds up your metabolism so it spikes your metabolism as soon as you wake up love that so yeah i recommend having a cold shower to wake up and don't do what i did and just jump straight into it i reckon well pun intended probably jump straight <laughs> way to do it but like start at the end of your hot shower turning it to cold for yeah. maybe like 30 seconds however long you can tolerate turn it off then just go from there and now i just jump straight into a cold shower do you it's a lot easier on the weekend with the hot weather but like when it's cold it was in london especially it was quite hard doing it so your full shower is a cold shower yeah majority of it but it's not a long one so my first shower in the morning is (laughs) you're going in for 30 seconds quick wash you're like like get out minute minute 15 (laughs) then i'll go fight my exercise and i'll come back and have a normal shower yeah got it just to wake me up first thing in the morning look i'm feeling like you know i'm anxious i'm stressed you're feeling the same way you're a bit down in the dumps i feel like this could really Really maybe help us turn over a page and sometimes I do that just like if I'm feeling stressed I put cold water on my face I know it's not like not a cold run <laughs> the, the full old yeah. ordeal but yeah. I mean yes even just starting small make it gradual as you said and I love that I love that suggestion from you Matt let me know guys how it goes on our Facebook group yeah um, where's your head at I would love to hear your stories and see how long you guys can have imagine <laughs> if someone goes yeah I've been doing that for years I can go for 10 minutes in a cold shower it's time for you to up your game <laughs> I'd be like stop show it off you hero <laughs> All right, should we get into the hotline? Let's do it. Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now. But please leave us a message on our hotline after the beep. This week, we have asked you for your stalky stories. Thank you to everyone who sent your stories through. Our producer, Alex, has chosen a few for us. We haven't heard these at all. Okay, so the first one comes from Tori. Hey, Matt and Anna. So this one is... A bit of an odd one. Um, <laughs> so nervous. this is on behalf of one of my closest friends. She told me not long ago that she had this guy at her on Snapchat. Has no idea who he is. Red flag um, already. But she Snapchat. just added him back because, you know, why not? Um, and they've had your Don't normal conversations, <laughs> sort of just talking about like where each other's from, how old they are, like what they do for work. And then day to day questions that you would normally ask people. So that's all fine. That's all well and good. Until 
he starts saying to her that he's madly in love with her. He wants her to meet his whole family. <laughs> they would absolutely love her and and that sort of thing. And she says to me, she's like, I've never even met this guy in my life. But here's where it gets super weird. He rocks up to her work acting like her boyfriend. Romantic. So would walk up to Ew. anyone who's there, say, oh, is someone, like, is Sarah here? Um, like, That's traumatizing. Partner, blah, blah, blah. And everyone at her work is so confused because they know she doesn't have a boyfriend. And she's way too nice to say anything. So she literally acts like she's not at work. She will hide in the back room oh and he God. just still does not get the hint. So I'm honestly, I find it so weird. Um, first of all, like I said, um, adding someone on Snapchat or someone adding you on Snapchat is a red flag straight away, Snapchat. Like. Yeah, like if they're adding you as a miscellaneous person, there's a really good chance they're adding numerous people but on Snapchat. to Tori's friend, who accepts a random on Snapchat? Just don't do it, guys, please. If you're like, listening, why would you accept avoid a doing this? Yeah. I feel like she needs to get like an AVO on this guy. I was about to say, this guy clearly is out of touch with reality, rocking up to her work. But another point, is she That's sick? That's terrifying, though. He's, yeah. he's saying it's her, he's saying they're together. Like, that's unhinged. That's not normal. That's, like, not someone who's, like, mentally, like, with it, who's, like, seeing things clearly for what they truly are. Maybe she's leading him on, though. Maybe she's sending him him Snapchats going, hey, like, love you, all this sort of stuff, and then she's saying that to her friend. I just feel like as a general rule, like, number one, as Matt said, let's not add people we don't know on Snapchat. It's a very, like, scary platform. Number two... Like, why are you giving out personal details such as where you work? Like, you really need to be super careful with your private details. You don't Mm -hmm. want anyone rocking up. Like, even like, you know, I know that there's like kids who are like big into Snapchat. It's mainly the younger generation who are big into Snapchat. Be careful of your, like your uniform. Like, stalk people who have that like stalker mentality, they're like, analyzing every photo of you like what school are you at you know where are you working it's just terrifying to me it makes me scared to be a parent because my kids are gonna be like wrap wrap them in cotton wool and they're not gonna have any snapchat well i i think as well i'm gonna come from the other angle with this guy oh be careful matt (laughs) be careful maybe rock up with some flowers or something like a box maybe rock up with flowers they're not even together are you okay <laughs> I'm taking the piss. I'm taking the piss. Maybe this guy should, pro- yeah, just, you know. Maybe. I feel like she needs to be very clear with this guy. Like, I get it if you're yeah. like too scared and too nice. And I feel like at a younger age, I was that person. I was too scared to hurt people's feelings. But I think with something like this, where someone is lying about being your partner yeah. and like trying to give other people false information, which. You know, it could lead you into a really dangerous path. I feel like she needs to be like... Very clear. Very clear. You are not my partner. Do not rock up at my work. And I think she needs to block him on Snapchat. And if that doesn't work, AVO. Yes. All right. So the next voicemail comes from Nicole. Let's see who's been stalking her. (laughs) Fuck, I'm stressed. So I went to a summer camp in America where I met this man from England who I felt madly in love with. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is my husband. Um, I'm so happy and in love. 
And then obviously the summer camp came to an end and I was like, we'll just keep it going. Um, you know, we'll see each other over Christmas. I'll fly to you. Like I was willing to really put in the effort. But then when I got home, like he was barely replying, like every like three days he'd reply. It was like terrible. There's a time um, just basically avoided me and just was giving me the absolute bare minimum, like mm. what a reply every three days, piss take. Yeah. So I rude. basically obviously got the message and was like, well, see you later not happy it was heartbroken as well but then I was also kind of hopeful that I would see him again the following year at the same summer camp because the plan was that we would both go back he then decided he wasn't going so I was like oh well like I'll still have an amazing summer I then basically had an unreal summer where I just fucked around essentially and fucked multiple people <laughs> and I was drunk <laughs> one morning summer. and I sent him a snapchat by accident um, I was meant to go to the girls where basically I was on the walk of shame and I was laughing going, oh, yeah, look at me just walking through my summer camp on the walk of shame <laughs> at like 6 a.m. in the morning. And then basically he apparently decided that that was not okay and he rang me and said that he'd made the biggest mistake of his entire life and that he was going to come and fly to the U.S. to come and see me for a weekend. In what? which I said, no, nah, mate, so I was too little too late. You missed your chance. I'm having a great summer. Amen. My plan after the summer camp was to go to Canada, to Whistler, um, move there. And a week later, he then rang me and said, oh, I'm actually thinking about moving to Canada myself out of nowhere. Coincidence. And I was like, well, that's great for you, but you can make sure you don't come to the same town I do because <laughs> like, that's just a bit weird. And he's like, no, 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 like, of course not. Like, I'm not even thinking Whistler. And I said, okay, great, you do you, even though I'm going, I know exactly what's going to happen because four weeks after I moved to Canada, what do you know, he's in the same town <gasps> as I am. I also got a job at a place, um, at a hotel, and like I think, what, two, three weeks later, he got a job at the exact same hotel. And within a week of me actually being there, he yeah broke down and said basically he came here for me, got the whole visa, moved countries from England wow. to Canada just to follow me. But yeah, he basically kept breaking down. But essentially, over about six months, he did get over me. Um, and we kind of are friends now. But mm. I think sometimes people go a bit cuckoo for people and they do things and say things that they wouldn't normally do. So, but you know, it's worked out quite well because now he lives there permanently and I'm back home. And the only regret I have is that we didn't have more sex because he was the best sex in my life. But <laughs> a little too crazy. Well, you know what they say, the crazier they are, the better at sex. <laughs> Matt can vouch for that. Yeah, confirm. <laughs> but um, I, just, I look, multiple things, Snapchat again. That's got her in trouble. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I don't know. Like, okay, it's definitely full on and crazy of him and totally stalker-esque yeah. to move countries for someone. But I just look at it as being so romantic. There was a part of me that was like, it was a little romantic because at the start she was like, oh, he's my future husband. So this is what I think happened. She was, they had like this, like they had the best sex of their life. They met, sparks were everywhere. They were like, oh my God, it's amazing. He's gone home, been like, fuck, this is too hard. He's probably met a few other girls, forgot about it's her. Yeah, it's kind of worn off. He's kind of like distanced himself because he's like, fuck, we live in different countries. It's going to be too hard. Then he's got the Snapchat and he's like, fuck, she's the love of my life. She's He's probably imagining her like she, she's becoming celibate for the rest of her life. A bit possessive over <laughs> bit her possessive. now. And he's gotten a bit jealous. He's gotten a bit jealous. Maybe he's like met heaps of women and, they, and he's like, no one compares to her. Obviously, they're having great sex. And he's like, fuck, there's no one that is like her. And then he's like, you know what? Maybe I am going to put in the commitment. But 
it was too little too late for her. So then he's like, I need to do this romantic gesture to like, you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Am I wrong in thinking this? I, I don't. I was thinking it was quite romantic that he's moved over to Canada for her. I thought that's I guess, I guess, massive. I guess the thing is, is that she doesn't want him to anymore. Like she's like, the boat has sailed. Your chance is gone. And fair enough of her to do that. Good on her for setting those boundaries. Yes, yes. I think I w- he should have rocked up with flowers. That's the mistake <laughs> that a lot of what these folks do. Mean? <laughs> Matt <laughs> thinks that rocking up with flowers solves every world to, problem. To be honest, though, I'm not a flower giving guy either. So I don't know why I'm coming up with that. <laughs> oh. I feel like good on her for setting those boundaries and being like, you know what? You had your chance and you blew it. You can't have me now. Because I love that because it teaches men a lesson. As if she's giving up that sex though, if it was so amazing. I wonder if they had sex in Canada, just like one last hurrah. I'm assuming they would if there was that much sexual tension. Well, she said that they just became friends and she was like, no. I mean, she had to set some clear boundaries of a a strong no if he's moved countries for her. Maybe she was like, I'm moving to Canada. Obviously, like they've both done this camp in America. So they're both obviously well-traveled people, Mm. adventurous, spontaneous people. Maybe he was like... I've maybe wanted to move to Canada. The fact that you're here is just like just the, the cherry on top. <laughs> I am. Um, one of my biggest regrets is not doing Camp America. Me too. Yeah. Someone was talking about, my friend Maddie was talking about how she's going to potentially do a camp like that in Switzerland. And I was like, what about Camp America? Emma wants to do, my younger sister wants to do Camp America. What an amazing experience. Yeah, I, it's one of my regrets. I think it would be so much fun. Just imagine being like a Matt, camp. you're 27. <laughs> you're, you, you know what I mean? You're as young as you're ever going to be. Oh, I, know, yeah. I know exactly. I don't know why I feel so I mean, so we old. have the podcast. I so probably don't go to, go to Camp America. I could, yeah, I know. Yeah, I just couldn't. I could um, zoom in from a cabin with some kids. No, <laughs> that just got really creepy. Yeah, that got weird. <laughs> got weird. Moving could, on. Moving on. <laughs> okay, so the next one comes in from Josie. And let's hear about her stalker. Hi, Matt and Anna. So uh, I met a guy through a like semi-mutual friend and we went on a date and like it was pretty good, you know, like we clicked, we had a good time. But like I'd just gotten out of a relationship a few months before. So I was thinking like, like whatever happens, I'll take it slow. slow. Um, so then like I think like five days later, we met up for a second date and he tells me his roommate is moving out to move in with his girlfriend and he can't afford the rent on his own. So would I want to move in with him? Jeez. No, don't do it. Um, like after two dates. And so I politely like said no, like that's nuts. <laughs> and, Smart. Um, yeah. And so then we went on like one more date after that because I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt uh, that, you know, maybe he'd just temporarily lost his mind. <laughs> and he asked me again, even though I'd said no. Red flag. Yeah. So I said no again. And then the next day, he texted me asking me to move in with him again. <laughs> so I didn't go out with him again. Yeah, naturally dumb. Swerve, yeah. swerve. Look, on that though, mm. I'm going to play devil's advocate again. Oh my God, <laughs> Matt. We need to be on the side of the people. <laughs> he should have got a flowers. No, okay, you know, he, <laughs> he, it's annoying though that like I haven't been in this situation in ages, but you know when you're dating someone, and you're more keen than they are, and you f- and like, yeah. How much? How annoying is that? That oh, is annoying. That's it. it. Makes you feel sorry for the bloke, but, but he's, he's okay. coming on way too keen. He's cu- laying it on way. Too Look, thick. me and you move probably as fast as anyone. We love we love a fast moving mm. thing. Like, well, if we like when we're in, we're serious, yeah, yeah. When we're in, we're in. But like. 
We also know how to read a room. We can read a room and I think it's a real fucking red flag if after two dates you're asking someone to move in. Not only is it like rude but it's also putting someone in a position where they're starting to like they feel like guilty and you're making them feel like, well, it's your fault that they now can't afford their rent. Like that's a you problem. Well, doesn't doesn't she, Josie, have a lease as well that she probably can't break? Like is he thinking about it smartly? Like, But it's also weird. Like it's just a line cross. It's just – there's no, like, mental boundaries that he's set to be, like, that's, like, way too far. No. Like, we don't care how much how great these first two dates have gone. Two dates in, like, that's not going to happen. Like, at least – I mean, I, I moved in after four months. So, you know, we moved quickly. We did, yeah. But, like, I didn't ask Michael to move in. He was basically living at my was house. Say, <laughs> he was already squatting there and it just – it was easier yeah, on he everyone. Yeah, <laughs> He was allowed to become a squatter. He, co- a he took bit. squatters' rights. <laughs> <laughs> so this was easy. No, I think that, yeah, that's way too keen. You're not even exclusive. You haven't even had the chat. You're not together. You need to be dating for at least three months before that conversation is even brought up. Like you need to know that each other is 100% all in. And in two dates, even if you've had incredible sex and like the best two dates of your life, it does not equate to moving in. No. Full stop. Done. What a weirdo. Okay, guys, that's all we have time for. As always, make sure you're following our socials, our TikTok, where's your head at pod, our Instagram, where's your head at pod. Follow our Facebook page. Make sure you give us a five-star review. As you know, we are a small podcast and those reviews really do go a long way. Matt and I read all of them. So we'd really appreciate that. And until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.